Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada, and you're listening to Quick Hits, a podcast about terrorism and all things intelligence related. Came across a fascinating story in this morning's Globe and Mail, kind of Canada's, they call themselves Canada's national newspaper, somewhat differ. And the headline is, uh, struck me as really interesting. And it says, Ottawa turned off, quote, wrong tap on pandemic surveillance, former intelligence advisor says. Well, who is this former intelligence advisor? Well, his name is Greg Fife. He's, he's a friend of mine. He used to be the director of the Intelligence Assessment Secretariat, or IAS, at the Privy Council Office, or PCO. We used to call them PCOIAS. And he claims that the government of Canada asked analysts who work in an outfit called the Global Public Health Intelligence Network, the GPHIN, that they told the analysts to ignore, ignore intelligence when it comes to COVID and to focus instead only on, quote, official information supplied by foreign governments. And according to, to Greg, as I said, I've known Greg for, for decades. He said, I think the wrong tap was turned off, and he calls this almost incomprehensible. I'll give one more quote from Greg before I weigh in on this, because what he has to say is really, really important, and I couldn't agree with him more. The thing you're trying to do here is to use every possible means to get as much information as early as you can. And he goes on to say that, Looking at signals intelligence, for example, so looking at what people are saying, maybe what emails are going back and forth, is really, really helpful. And he said that the fact that the government, so the, the pencil neck managers who talk to the analyst, and he says, don't use informal sources, he says, I quote, to call it informal, I think is extremely derogatory and extremely inaccurate. Looking at intelligence is a very highly sophisticated form of information gathering and very effective at getting types of information not available through other means. I can't say I'm surprised at this news. I have long lamented that the Canadian government doesn't get it, doesn't understand intelligence, doesn't understand how to use it, doesn't understand how to task its intelligence agencies in looking for and collecting and processing and then analyzing raw information from which to extract useful intelligence that can help decision makers. We just don't have the intelligence culture in Canada that other countries have, like the United Kingdom and the United States. And I would argue the Australians and perhaps some others as well. I spent 32 years in the business, 17 and a half in signals intelligence and 15 with the security service, looking at human intelligence and other types of intelligence. And I am sorry to have to tell you that I had a lot of occasions on which I would talk to senior government officials about what we knew and what we were seeing, only to have it dismissed, ignored, shunted aside. Remember, a very good friend of mine who used to work for the foreign ministry said that when we used to give SIGINT, Signals Intelligence, to some of our clients, our customers, there are those that would refer to Sagan as the funny papers. And I, I don't think they meant by funny, they meant they meant comics. They meant by, oh, that strange stuff that we really don't need to worry about. And I recall the same thing at CSIS when we were investigating national security threats, terrorist threats. A lot of our advice would be ignored. You guys are just making this stuff up. I have no idea how to correct this. You can't force people to read what you give them. You can't 
force people to take into consideration the information you're providing to help them make better decisions, to make better policy. When I retired 2015, I was hopeful that in the wake of two terrorist attacks in late 2014, two attacks that, that took the lives of two members of the armed forces, one in Montreal, one in Ottawa, that the Canadian government would finally realize that intelligence is an important part of the picture and make sure that the intelligence agencies like CSC Communication Security Establishment, Signals Intelligence, like CSIS, like the RCMP, would be adequately funded and adequately resourced to provide the best information possible. And so when I come across this article about this global pandemic network, where the intelligence analysts were being told not to look at intelligence, I, I just shake my head. In other words, I've been gone for five and a half years. I'm, I'm very happily retired. And yet my government still does not get it. They still dismiss intelligence. They don't think it's important. I don't know where to go from here. I don't know what to say. Is intelligence perfect? Of course it's not perfect. We saw an interesting case that I've commented on already about Abu Huzaifa, the so-called ISIS guy, who lied about his involvement, which should have taught us a huge lesson. That is, people lie. People just dissemble their activities. People are full of shit. This is why intelligence services corroborate information from multiple sources. This is why we don't take one person's story at face value. A lot of people looking pretty stupid these days about Abu Huzaifa and their claims about him because it wasn't corroborated. We try to get multiple sources. In some cases, we actually submit people to polygraphs to see if they're telling the truth. Now, there's our issues with the polygraph. I get that. But the point is, is that intelligence collected well, processed well, analyzed well, and critically importantly, corroborated from multiple sources is a valuable tool in any government's toolkit, any government's arsenal, except it appears the Canadian government. One last thing, and I, I'm sorry I have to add this, but as, as I know Greg for a long time. I, I, have, I highly regard Greg as the head of the PCOIS. Even PCOIS in the 2000s would dismiss CSIS intelligence on what was happening on the terrorist front. And they too would prefer to get other sources of information, in that case, usually from the CIA, they didn't think we had it right. They didn't have any respect for our intelligence collection programs. So even Greg's own agency wasn't the greatest at this sometimes. Nevertheless, what Greg has to say today in this article is should be a wake-up call, not just to the Canadian government, but to Canadians, that we spend billions on intelligence for a reason. This isn't a make-work project. We are paying men and women to go to work and do the best job they can at providing, at collecting and providing information to the government to put it in the best position to make the best moves, the best decisions, and the best policies. How you turn this ship around, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just an old retired guy right now. I'm just, I'm saddened by the fact that it doesn't seem to be getting any better. And maybe in some cases it's getting worse. My heart goes out to my former colleagues at CSE and, and at CSIS and PCOIS and the RCMP who are trying their damnedest to provide the best advice possible, only to have, in some cases, it ignored, or in this case, being told not to provide it. It almost sounds like the Trump White House doesn't want to hear about Russian interference in U.S. elections, doesn't want to hear about far-right extremism, 
no, okay, I'm not trying to compare the Canadian government to Trump. That that would be unfair. But something's wrong when the government dictates to its analysts to ignore source A and focus on source B. First of all, that's not a manager's decision. Analysts go where the trail leads. Analysts are paid to look at all possible scenarios, all possible pieces of information. Any manager who says, don't do that, isn't a manager. Certainly isn't a manager of an intelligence program. Maybe they can manage, I don't know, fish or something. But they sure as hell shouldn't be managing intelligence programs. Well, I hope it gets better. I can't say I'm, I'm optimistic, even cautiously optimistic. That's Canada for you. Anyhow, let me know what you think. Do you, did you used to work in Canadian intelligence? Do you have the same experiences that I do? Should the government pay more attention to its intelligence agencies? Let me know. You can reach me on email, borealisrisk at gmail.com, or on Twitter at borealisaves. You can also find me on Facebook and on LinkedIn. If you like this content, want to receive more of it, go to my website, borealisthreatmist.com, hit the subscribe button, provide me your email, and you'll get a free daily digest to your inbox, all the podcasts, all the blogs, all the material, absolutely free of charge every morning. Love to hear from you. Until then, stay safe.